brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Ministry of Reverend Kathy Kuna. in a believer's life you cannot be uh, just anything goes anything can happen I will listen do not allow yourself to sit back and feel sorry for yourself which part let me tell you I would have sat down five years ago two years ago three years ago four years ago I'm more energized today than I was in those five. I wish I had a witness in this house Caleb said 45 years later I've got more power than I had at 40. I wish I had an 80 year old in this house. I want you to know you must refuse complacency with every fiber of your being. Look at your neighbor and say, You need now. Now tell them like you mean it. Tell them like you mean it. Complacency is nothing but mediocrity. So the children of God are the warriors of tomorrow. God has given the timing. The timing has come. But what has it found? Complacent people. Sitting down and saying, well, Akikuja atakuja. Akikuja, when he comes, he'll come. I came to tell you he came. We are not stopping until we get a hold of what God has for us. So I came today to wake up the church because it took them 30 years to wake up. Do you know it is possible to waste your time for 30 years thinking that you're walking the right direction? It shall not be in the name of Jesus. I declare you shall not waste another year. I say it again from the rooftops, you shall not waste another year. I lift up my voice and declare you shall not waste another year. Listen to what Helen Keller said, something so powerful. She said, he who is content... With, that, with what has been done is an obstacle in the path of progress. He who is content with what has been done is an obstacle in the path of progress. Don't let yesterday's success deny you your tomorrow's fulfillment of promise. 
Don't think that that job is what God created you to do. God never created any one of us to live hand mouth, hand mouth, hand mouth. It's time to live lender to the nations. I wish I had a witness in the house of God. It's time to live beyond yourself. It's time for you to be looking for who to take to school. I will let it sell out on somebody. It's time for you to look beyond yourself and begin to see what God has in store for you. I came to shake the lions and the lionesses. Today I came with a prophetic word to tell you God has a purpose for you. He sent me to tell you it's no longer time to be out of order. It's time for you to get back in line and begin to do what God has called you to do. Am I talking to somebody? Tell them sex will be there for life. If you're not married, leave it to the married. You will sex until you, am I talking to somebody? Until you're tired. Do you know sometimes you look at your husband like this, utaki, even a ataki, mumechoka. And you, you're thinking that's all people do, all people do. Leave, don't leave. Because it's taking a lot of people out of the kingdom. And out of, they are complacent. They are running out of what God has in store for them. Because they just want to, to just do this, this thing out there. You must say enough is enough. I will align. I will do what God said. I will do. 30 years later. 30 years late. And they were still going through life. Do you know what it means to go through life? Write this down very quickly. Going through life is being passive. Going through life is walking through a routine. Going through life is just existing. Going through life is just navigating small challenges here and there and not being active at all in anything. Going through life is surviving. But God has not called us to go through life mechanically. He has called us to live life. I declare you shall live life. What does it mean to live life? You have to be intentional. Living life is approaching it with, your, with, with, with yourself. You're, you're intentional in what God is doing. You are fully engaged with every experience you go through. You're, you seek meaning in your life. You don't just live life. Living means that you are present and you appreciate every little thing that God has given you so far. But you're not satisfied to leave it there because God is too big to leave you the way he found you. He is taking you. Listen, living life is having a passion for life. Don't wake up wondering, oh, it's Monday. Be the happiest on a Monday. Be the happiest on a Friday. Don't be happy on Friday and mad on Monday. Like the world. We refuse the world to seep into the church. The church is going to show the world the direction. And we are going to show them with wealth. I cannot hear anybody. Oh, Charlie, I need some drum set over here. Put some drums over there. I need to hear somebody. Hear me what I said. We are getting there with dangerous wealth. God said when they come out, they are coming out with great possession. Another version says they are coming out with great wealth. So living life is building proper relationships around you. Don't build relationships of gossip and madness. All you can discuss is people. How shallow is that? You need to start discussing events. You need to start discussing economics.
economics. You need to start discussing governmental matters. You need, yesterday in the morning I was at State House discussing dangerous matters. I came to let somebody know we have changed. Seasons has lifted. We are not where we used to be. You must rise up and declare as a child of God the wisdom that will dumbfound the world is what God is putting on my head. I wish I had a witness. You cannot be contented. You cannot be satisfied. You cannot be working just okay because you, you are getting 100,000 uh, 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 salary. Now you have a 50,000 house rent. You are proud of yourself. That you can send your mother 5k because you used to send her 500. Now you can send her 5k, you are like, <laughs> Jesus is a mighty God. He sent me to tell you he's mightier than that. Yeah. Your level of mighty is not the one he is in. Am I talking to somebody in the house of God? I'm not saying you don't appreciate small things. I'm saying don't stay there. You appreciate and then you say, God, I know there is more. 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 In the name of Jesus, somebody say amen. So I came to tell you today we are here to kill. We are killing jealousy. We are killing a prosquimity. Promiscuity. Prosquimity. Promiscuity. We are killing promiscuity. We are killing adultery here today. We are killing worldly kind of living in the name of Jesus. Today we are killing stuff that have held us back and stopped us from becoming who God called us to be. Today we came with a murderous spirit to kill everything that stands in our way. Am I talking to somebody? Hear me today. Today you are killing that envy and that jealousy. Ha! You are killing it today. You know there are things that can't be seen. That dark heart. You are killing it today for a heart that fears God. You know black heart, you can't see it. You only see the actions. But when they come to you, they say, hello. <laughs> But the, uh, the heart is very black. Look at your neighbor, tell them we are murdering anything black. You better not be in black today. <laughs> we are killing laziness. We are killing inaction. We are killing timidity and fear. Ah, if Bishop Allen and Reverend Kathy have borne you, I came to declare fear shall not be your portion. Lift up your voice and say we are killing it in the name of Jesus. I'm going to come to fear in a short while, but 30 years late, the Bible says they groaned. Exodus 22, verse 23 to 25. The Israelites groaned under their slavery and cried out out of the slavery their cry for help rose up to God God heard their groaning and God remembered his covenant with Abraham Isaac and Jacob and God looked upon the Israelites and God took notice of them ladies and gentlemen you cannot have God answering what you are not groaning for. It was 30 years late. God had said in 400 years, I'm coming. God can never lie. We said that God is a covenant keeping God. 
But I want you to understand something. That God will not work without you. Hear me today. God must work together with you. He cannot come and find you lazy and feeling sorry for yourself and then work with you. He has to work together with you. And so hear me today. You must allow yourself to begin to groan. Because listen, groaning is so deep. In fact, Paul compares groaning uh, to, to, to childbirth. Listen to what uh, Charles Spurgeon said. He said something powerful. He said, groanings which cannot be uttered are often prayers that cannot be refused. Groanings which cannot be uttered are often prayers that cannot be refused. You get to a point where it is even the spirit groaning within you. Because you know your season has come. You know that the enemy is just pushing you back. You know that it's your hour of visitation. They waited 30 years. I declare in the name of Jesus, you shall not wait 30 years. You shall not wait another 5 years. You shall not wait another year. I declare in the name of Jesus, 30 years is too late for you. You are rising up now. I have said before that God is in the business of let me tell you, somebody that slept as a prisoner yesterday is about to wake up as a prime minister to Father, help me that somebody may hear this word from their spirit. Hear me today. Hear me carefully. That God is waiting on you because when you begin to groan in the spirit, I'm not just talking about useless prayers and your spirit is not even there. I'm talking about the one you're so engaged that it is the Holy Spirit praying through you. You are so engaged that you're speaking tongues you have never spoken in your life. You're so engaged, you're so deep in God that from heaven God can hear your groaning. I declare in the name of Jesus, Today we are releasing groaning in this house. Today we are releasing groaning in this house. Today we are releasing groaning in this house. I said today we are releasing groaning in this house. Groaning represents suffering. Groaning represents pain. Groaning represents a longing. Groaning represents a thirst, a yearning, a hunger. Groaning represents I'm tired of the suffering. I'm tired of the pain. I'm tired of waiting and going round in circles with nothing taking shape in my life. I'm done with just saying Kenya is a springboard of revival. No, 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 no. It better spring now. Romans 8.22 It says we know that the whole creation has been groaning as in the pains of childbirth right to the present time. When we think of suffering, when we think of groaning, there are few words that can actually describe it. And Paul finds it wonderful in verse 22 to tell us groaning is a very strong word. See, he says they are groaning. The whole world is groaning in expectation, eagerly waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. Groaning is a very strong word. It, it, it means an expression that goes beyond physical pain. It goes beyond physical pain. In, in the passage, Paul associates it with childbirth. Now, every mother in this house can understand what childbirth looks like. I want you to understand, it is, you can't explain the pain because it comes from here. 
It goes to the toe, comes back to the toe. Come, you can't even explain. Every part of you is paining. You don't even know what to call, what to do, how to do it. You don't even know nothing because of the level of pain. What the Bible says is that the children of God began to groan. And we all know that the entire universe is groaning. Why are they groaning? Because there is so much decay. There is so much decay. Now people don't want to be called he, she. They now are them. Somebody wakes up, they are a cat. Another one wakes up, they are a dog. And, oh yeah. And they are given permission to meow. So somebody right now is actually walking. Google it. They are walking on four legs because they have felt they are dogs. I came to tell you, creation is groaning. What are they waiting for? They are waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God who will tell the devil we are here to call you to back off we declare in the name of Jesus you're backing out of our school systems you're backing out of our marriages you're backing out of our homes you're backing out of our mindsets you're backing out of our worldly thinking today we shall not think like the world we are rising up in the name of Jesus and taking territory to do what God created us to do I declare in the name of Jesus your season has come to change the gears and begin to do what God called you to do. The Bible says that God steps out and goes and gets Moses. I want you to hear me. They have groaned. God has gone for Moses. Because every time creation groans, there is a deliverer. They are groaning. There is a deliverer. The deliverer cannot sit cute anymore. The deliverer cannot just be thinking of their nails anymore. The deliverer cannot just be thinking of women anymore. The deliverer must rise up and take their position. The Bible says uh, the first time Moses was told that uh, you have killed somebody. The Bible says he ran away in fear. Hear me today. When the children of God groaned. The Bible says God went for Moses. They groaned in Exodus chapter 2. In Exodus chapter 3, God went for the deliverer. Because God has said heaven belongs to him. The earth belongs to the children of men. I want you to understand, God can never move without you. God wants every Moses to take their position and begin to move to deliver the madness that has hit our nations. I came to tell you, you are the answer to every homosexuality. You are the answer to every demon-possessed person. You are the answer to every lie from the pits of hell. You are the answer in the name of Jesus. And the first time Moses ran away because of fear. By the time God came, he didn't just come softly. The Bible says he came like fire. Ah, Moses looked at the fire. He began to walk towards it because God had taken him through the wilderness that had shaped him. I want to let you know, fear had left his life. He was no longer afraid. He was now like, bring it on. Hey, I want to talk to somebody. You have been afraid. God told me, you cannot be afraid anymore. It's time for you to rise up. Stop acting cute. Stop being nice. Moses looked. God had to tell him, wait. Because where you're stepping is holy crown. Remove your shoes. I want to let you know the deliverer was ready. I came to talk to somebody in Zion and let you know as a deliverer, 
The world is groaning. The world is in pain. The world is in chaos. There are wars everywhere. There are rumors everywhere. There are malignings everywhere. There is hatred everywhere. There is animosity everywhere. God sent me to tell you, you shall not fear. You shall rise up with the backup of Yahweh. By the time Moses rose up, he had discarded every fear. He walked, God told him, hold on. And now here, God began to tell him what he wants him to do. I want to send you. Before you left without a word, I've come with a word. Now you're living with a word. Now not only are you living with a word, you're living with an anointing. Now you're not living the way you left before. You left before your time. I have seen the wilderness has made you because you're no longer afraid of what made you afraid. I have seen Joseph. You're not afraid of the very people that threw you in the pit. I have seen David. You could have been because see, the devil always reminds you of the sin you have done in the past. God sent me to tell you, there is therefore now no condemnation. To those who are in Christ Jesus, there is no condemnation. What is God saying? I want to help you to come out of that habit. If you can trust me, I will help you because what is inside of you is too big for that habit. You cannot continue in a habit like that with a dying world. I want to let you know the Bible says Moses was ready. The deliverer was ready. The people to be delivered were ready. It was short time because God was ready with a word, with an anointing. And he said, now, let's go into business. I want to let you know, Esther, you may be young, but it's your time to deliver. I want to let you know, Joseph, you may have been in prison, but it's time to deliver. I want to let you know, Moses, you are a murderer, but God is going to use you anyway. I want to let you know, ah, David, you are an adulterer, but let me tell you, your history is just going to make your, your future greater. I came to let you know what you have done in the past. Will not finish you. It will elevate you to where you're going. Moses, I know you murdered, but you know what? I'm going to use you anyway. David, I know you committed adultery, but I know Psalm 51, you repented dangerously. It's a done deal. People are remembering you based on where you're coming from. Kathy, remember you're a single mother. God said you will be delivering women from left, right, and center. I want to let you know, it doesn't matter where you're coming from. Your past is evidence that you have been scarred. But I want to let you know you're going to places untold. Moses is ready. God sent me to tell you, get ready for where you're going. Get ready, because God is ready. 30 years later, shall not be your portion. Now hear me today. This is going to blow you. Hear me today. 
The, the, the Bible talks about 400 years. Keep standing. We are doing work now. We are going. We have been inside. We are going deeper. The Bible says 400 years I will come. 400 years came. He, they, he never came because the people were not ready. But watch this now. When you look at the number 400, it plays a very big role in biblical structure. In biblical days and biblical times, which is now. It plays a very big pivotal role, the number 400. Because when you see, look at 400, he said, I'll come after 400 years. When you look at the book of Malachi, all the way to the book of Matthew, the word of God says, God was silent for 400 years. I'm coming. I know, you, I know you're wondering, where are we going with the 400? With the 400 years, God was silent. But the 400 years, he brought in the book of Matthew and he began to speak to us again. I want to let you know the first person that went into slavery they went into slavery in 1619 1619 is when the first ship went into America with slaves I want to let you know 2019 was 400 years And what did the devil do? He sent Corona to confuse us from our tour 400 years. I came to let you know we are already four years later. This is our season. This is why God is moving speedily because I want you to know the king's business requires haste. This is the season for the king's business. Get ready to see deliverance. Get ready to see people changing the trajectory of this world. The world is waiting. They are groaning. They are crying. They are believing. They are waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. Where are the sons? us now I want us now from 2016 from 1619 to 2019 it was 400 years we are not waiting for 30 years we will not be 30 years late God sent me with a prophetic word to tell somebody you are already four years behind news God says from now I want you to engage with me you will see speed you have never seen God found already Moses. Let God find already Agnes. Let God find already Joseph. Let God find already Daniel. Let God find already Nish. Let God find already Margaret. Let God find already Pastor. I want us in this house to begin to do business with God. Hold the hand of somebody. I want you to begin to cry out and declare in the name of Jesus. I will not be 30 years later. I will not be one year later. I will not be late at all. Hold two by two. I want two by two. Husband, wife, you will hold later. Go to this one. I don't want husband, wife business. We will do that business at home. Right now, hold the hand of a neighbor who is not your husband. I want us in the five, in the next ten minutes. Hear me. Adoni and the team. I want you to get I want you to get ready. I actually, I want all of us, all of us, we must respond and put seed at the altar and declare our businesses. We shall not be complacent again. You will rise up and do dangerous business. You will be going to work early. 
You will be, don't wait to, for your, 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 your workers to be the ones doing the work for you. They can never do it like you. You must remember this, that you teach them and then you show them the direction by being the one ahead. You don't sit back at home and be waiting for life to happen because your boss lady or boss man. Hear me today. We are showing the direction by being there, present ourselves. So what do I want you to do? I want you to declare that as we finish, I'm going to put a seed at the altar that my business will never be the same again. I will never be put to shame. Do you know what God said to me? He said that this time will be the time that you're going to release a lot until it pains because that as it pains you God is ready to elevate you financially in a way you have never dreamt of hear me today you will know that it is God by the amount and by the people he's about to use that's how you will know it's God God commanded people from everywhere to begin to send money why does God do that for kingdom purposes. And I want you to know the way God blesses your hands is not so that you can get another car. Another car is a byproduct. It's not the reason. It's a byproduct. Another house is a byproduct. So you will get the houses and the cars, but those are byproducts. What's the most important? Kingdom. Moses, are you ready for kingdom? Yes. Are you ready for kingdom? Yes. Let's go. Let's do business. And Moses is the one that gave them the last instruction. I want to give it to you before we pray. Because I don't want us just to pray. Anyhow, keep standing. Hold somebody by the hand. I want to give you the last instruction that Moses gave them in that time. Exodus chapter 12, verse 35. I want you to go there and I want you to read it with me. The Bible says, And the people of Israel did as Moses had instructed them. They asked the Egyptians for clothing, articles of silver, and gold. The Lord caused the Egyptians to look favorably on the Israelites. And they gave the Israelites whatever they asked for. So they stripped off the Egyptians' wealth. What is God telling us? The wealth of the wicked belongs to the children of God. How are we going to get it by engaging and obeying God? They obeyed, they engaged, they got all the wealth and stripped them naked. Second thing, they never got nonsense, rubbish, God give me uh, just house rent, God just give me what, no. You must shift from that. If you're a deliverer, you cannot just be praying me, myself and I, me, myself and I. We are not praying for that. We are praying God. I want to make history. The way we are reading about Moses. I want them to read about me. We cannot be reading about the dead. The Kina Catherine, Kuma and Kina who. Are you not me? Am I not Catherine? Am I not Catherine? I want to do dangerous things as Catherine alive. By the time I go, I want sons and daughters that are dangerously equipped. That you'll be in the government, you'll be the lawyers in the court cases, you'll be the churches everywhere, you'll be the presidents of which I have the witness, you will be everywhere. So God is not calling Moses to the pulpit. There are those that are called to the pulpit. 
but there are those 97% that are called out there. You're called to win the world. You're called to change that office from the madness they are walking in. Let them see the light in you. I like something Pastor Carol said. If you're doing the same things, it's impossible for them to see your God. You cannot be doing what the world is doing and expecting to change them. When they start gossiping, you are the one for one one. You have the news they don't even have. And you are a child of God that they should be imitating. So what am I saying? We are praying, God, I want wealth for kingdom. I want wealth for kingdom purposes. I want to be giving tithes of two million without my account being shaken. God, I want to be building churches without being shaken at all. God, I want to be an end time financier of the gospel of Jesus. We are going to win cities by our that's what the Bible says, by prosperity. And so, those are what you're praying for. I don't want to just talk about hekaka. No, I want you to pray for serious things. Leave that scripture there. I want you to pray for gold. Then I want you to pray for silver. Then I want you to pray for clothing. Because clothing is not just this that we are wearing. We are going to have textile shops, manufacturing We are in the season of manufacturing. I'm not talking about these little shirts that I'm talking about. No. I'm talking about manufacturing materials for clothes. You're going to be manufacturing. Am I talking to somebody? So that's what I want. I don't want small time prayer. God said, he is ready. Moses, are you ready? Because the minute Moses was ready, engagement came. The, 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 he delivered millions, millions, one man, millions. If he did that in those days, what can you do in today? Let me tell you, you will have mega churches. You will have multinational businesses. You will be elevated in your place of work. Some people must, be, must stay employed because that's where God wants you. Some people must stay employed because that's where God wants you. And so where God takes you, please stay there. I want us to engage. I want us to do danger. If your neighbor is not praying the way they ought to pinch them, tell them this is not the time to sleep. This is not, tell them I don't care about your makeup. Tell them I don't even care about your looks, by the way, and you look nice. Tell them I don't care about your suit. You, you the man, you look nice, but that's not what brought me here. I don't care. I want to see you working in deliverance, in wealth, in everything that God has for you. And so the other thing I want us to pray for is favor. They looked favorably at them. Favor. So we are telling God, favor. We shall walk in favor. In the By the time I count three, Gadoni, I want you to sing. You Don't sing with her. Don't sing with the team. You just be praying. As they pray, you are receiving in the name of Jesus. I want us to do business here with God. If you need to remove your shoes, Pastor Karo, Pastor Zippy are in the spirit. They have already removed. I'll get there shortly. But right now, I'm still very energized. I want us to get inside. Are you ready? You're not looking at your neighbor. You cannot look this side direction. You must hold and look at each other. It's okay. Just pause the saliva. It's fine. Today, in the name of Jesus, we are praying. We are raising up and engaging. Bishop has raised us in prayer. We are going to rise up and pray. Pastor Monique, you come and pray from here. I want you to raise up your voice. Pastor Carol, you have to come and pray from here. I want you to raise up your voice. 
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.